that I was like so insecure about who I was. And I was like, oh my God, nobody's ever going to love me. Nobody's ever going to want to date me because they found out that I had a sugar daddy or whatever it was. Like, I was just like, oh my God, I, I'm unlovable now because I did this. And I felt like right. I kind of went and did this in Australia because I felt so free and fun. And I wanted to just explore like, like my, my mm -hmm. dreams and my fantasies. And then it just like fucked up my whole life. Chemical X. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the Chemical X podcast. It's your girl, Veronica. And your other girl, Alessia. If you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below, and leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Guys, today is a very, very, very special episode. Veronica's like, why? Yeah, what the hell? So on this podcast, we are out our life. Yes. Right? And, you know, sometimes, you know, for precautions, we're like, we don't want to say certain things because one, we're either not ready to talk about it. One, it hasn't been enough time. You know, the person is maybe still healing from it. There's a lot of people to take into consideration when we 100%. talk about something. People love our stories, but they don't realize that they're about someone. And that yeah. someone is probably listening. <laughs> it's so hard. 100%. So my birthday, I finally want to talk about my birthday because birthday was in January. So you see how, you know long we hold our stories <laughs> you're pulling this one really out of the bag there a little bit of dust on like it. Leia, you running out of content what's going on yeah what's going on so no, that just means it's juicy it had to be saved that's when you know it's a good story no you know it's done with that's you know <laughs> if i'm ready to talk about it it's done with <laughs> so in january i kept saying to all my friends i'm going on a trip i was not working at this point i'm like i'm going on a trip i don't know where i'm going but i know i'm gonna be able to bring my friends my friend, my friend Peter, who's uh, clicking the cameras, is going, it's very weird because I did not get an invite. So I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, I wasn't there either, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> not so, the staff. No, yeah, not the staff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had no plan. Like, I live life. I'm just like, it's going to happen for me. I'm manifesting this. Mm -hmm. When I went to Miami in December, my girlfriend that I was with had met a guy she was talking to. Mm -hmm. And at this point on, we were staying at the hotel and he was like, and we were planning on going home. So now we were like, maybe we'll extend our stay. Like we're, we're trying to figure it all out. Cause it was really one of those trips where like someone was like, see, ya, I work on Monday. The other one was like, maybe I'll stay three extra days. It was one of those trips. Yeah. It was one of those trips. And my girlfriend and I were on the same page. So comes the last three days. We're like, we want to stay longer, but like, should we stay at a hotel? And then the guy she was talking to was like, I have this sick crib. Like come like stay the weekend. We'll like vibe. Crib. Crib. What like, is this MTV? Actually, it was a very nice place in Miami. Huge, like three floors. Very nice. Um, so it was like such a vibe, and like we were like, okay, I'm down. But now she's talking to the guy, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm happy I get my own room. I'm like, this is a bigger place than the hotel. Not a problem. I'm fine. Um, but it's always difficult because like you know that you're not in this, so you're Gucci. Well, it could go one of two ways. Yeah, it's either like. You're, you're literally baggage that's being brought along and like everybody's like, why is this girl here? Absolutely. Or, and I, or you're skidding on by and you don't have to do anything. Yeah, but there's always a point where it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and yeah, I will say that definitely happened a couple of times. And you know what's harder is like when your friend thought she'd be down for someone and now we're in this place and... I'm skeezing by, but she's also like not interested in him. That's horrible. So now I'm like, oh my God, like we need to get out of here and go back to a hotel. But once you pack 
and you go what are you saying after mm. hi sorry we're just gonna go back to the hotel you can't reverse when you're there for two days yeah so we were we were there and we tried to make the best of it and the guy was super super nice and i think she just wasn't vibing him she wasn't feeling it and she's really hard at like just like going with the flow like she just wasn't feeling it and like he could tell and it was just the ambiance in the house was just like stale i can't even tell you like what a beautiful house the kitchen was not touched we were planning on doing like a whole breakfast there was so many plans in these two days day we arrived the table was set okay he said he's doing shabbat and i was like okay this could be fun you know he's gonna invite other people so i'm not alone Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be cool because she'll get time with him and like i'll meet you know a potential you know jewish bachelor bachelor like who knows um so we're there and um we're getting ready now the table is set everything's ready but like no one's there except her guy so now i'm getting ready in the room and i go up at a point he's like i'm just gonna go run and get a few errands um so i'm just like oh my god i could tell you what the scene is right now she's like how do you know he didn't even tell us who's coming i'm like i'll tell you right now we go to the table i'm like these two are a couple you and you and there's like only one potential guy for me there's not three don't think with the chairs that there's a couple of bachelors for me there's one because there's a couple coming she's like how do you know i'm like i just know so lo and behold i'm getting ready they're like come up like everyone's here and that's exactly what happened so there was one couple that was there and one potential guy for me so you had to make it work (laughs) and he was super nice as the next day was going by and like we kind of like hit it off and we were chatting um i feel like it was getting weird between um my friend and the guy like i don't think she was down and i felt like a bit of a burden to be there Mm -hmm. so he was super nice and in the morning he was like why don't we go get a petty like and just like have a day to ourselves?" and i was like you know what like i'm so down for this right now because i want to give them time and also like let me get to know this guy and like (laughs) i'll go for a petty and a uh manny not a problem that's my ideal first date holy that's nice you know what i mean sheesh like even if i don't like the guy at least i'm leaving with fresh nails literally (laughs) But also, like, a petty and, like, manicure, it's, like, you really need to sit and chat, though. Like, you're not going anywhere. There's no distractions. Which is fine because I wanted to get to know him, too. So it was, like, but my only thing was, like, my nail and petty. Like, we're doing gel here. This is going to be a little longer here. <laughs> like, I hope you're signing up for four hours, No, he babe. had no problem. He was going and getting massages. He, his time was handled. Okay? <laughs> and, like, really interesting guy. Um, super successful. Um, crazy story. But I don't really want to get into that. We'll do a whole other episode on that and as we're at the petty he goes oh my god like you're so pretty like i live right next to design district and i have to go shopping i have to get something and i'm kind of like in the mood to spoil you and get you something so i'm like wait i get a pe- i get yeah. a money petty and a gift well that's a bit like okay finish up quick before he changes his mind no, like, like you I'm, know what? i'm going with missing uh, a nail i said french but just do a regular color i'm good no you tacos. know you know what just I, I love the shape the shape is beautiful <laughs> you know what i like my natural nails after all so he's like i just want to like take you to design district and if anyone knows me i love a good designer piece and i will never say no to a designer piece and i know exactly what design district is because that's where you know dreams are made of and all the designer goods are and i already have my list guys when you manifest you already know the top of your list what you want next i'm not one of those girls like uh pick for me like no 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 i have a list and i know what comes first and it's a chanel bag (laughs) 
it's a nude want to have a black i don't have a nude <laughs> savage this episode savage guys you ask we tell um so so now we go and and now he picks up whatever he has to pick up and he's like i want i want to get you a bag and i was like oh my god perfect like i actually need a bag so at least i didn't have to say the bag part like I feel like for a girl, there's two things, shoes or bags. Shoes I could buy myself, a bag's more expensive. That's what we're going for. So we go into Prada and I think that's where he's guiding me more towards like Prada and um, Dior. So we're in those two stores. But I know, guys, that I want a Chanel. (laughs) And if there's a time to get it, it's right now. There's no time to fool around. Well, he wants to spoil. I go in Prada and I'm like, I don't really like want anything here. I mean, look, if you're going to put me in Prada and you ask me to get something, I know what I'm going to get. <laughs> but like, like I'll check my list and I'm sure there's some Prada article in there. Absolutely. But like, I really want a Chanel. So we're in Prada and I'm like, I don't really like anything. He's like, yeah, same. Me neither. And then we're like kind of going around and I'm like, I think like at a point I was just like, I think like I just want a Chanel. He's like, oh, OK, no problem. Why don't you just say it? OK, let's go to Chanel. Let's hop on over. You're like, actually, scratch that. Uh, Birkin. Thank you. <laughs> since the chanel slid by so easy i mean holy shit you know when somebody says yes to something a little too easily and you're like well now i should up my price yeah so you know the thing is is like he has no problem to go into chanel but now there's a line and i feel like certain people who are privileged or like they don't want to wait a line and that sometimes could really fuck you over. So I was really stressing about that because I'm like, he might be like, oh, I don't want to wait the line. Do you want to go in here? Because mm-hmm. the guy is just like, well, anything I get her, she'll be happy with. Right. <laughs> so we're waiting in line and I'm like, oh my God, I really hope. Like, do you understand like the thoughts that go through a girl's mind when she's about to get a bag? Like, I'm just there like, obviously I'm leaving with a Chanel. This is insane right now. But like, what color am I getting? Do they have the color I want? Because... I'm going in there and I'm going flat bag, classic, <laughs> nude, please, gold hardware. Yeah. Like straight up. And they don't always have like it's no. And over time, Chanel became really hard to get like certain classic colors. So well, now that they're $30,000 a bag, fuck. So the anticipation of being outside in line, I can tell you like it's, it's it was a very like, <sighs> like, why is he getting me this? But also like, thank you so much. Like. What did I do to deserve this? Mm -hmm. But I also manifested that I'd be getting that bag really soon. So it was just so crazy. I manifested, but I also fucking (laughs) flew him there. So we get in the store. Yeah, like, is it manifesting if you literally just say, I want this? Yeah. I mean, we could say it is. When it comes to Chanel, there was a couple of colors I liked. So I wasn't picky about colors, but I wanted to go in originally. And it was between a nice white one or uh nude and then i ended up they didn't have the exact one i wanted but then they had another one with silver hardware and i'm like look this doesn't happen every day i'm gonna take the nude with the silver hardware and shut the fuck up 100 percent. and as we're going it he's just like looking at my reaction and the the girl's just like yeah you could do it like this and I, i'm kind of like yeah like i know i have one already and i'm just like so happy and he's like you like it you do you want it the sales girl is like, well, you know what's perfect with this bag? You know, a nice wallet to fit inside. He's You're like, like, babe, do your job. Sell. Keep selling. He's like, so then we're looking at the wallets and like the bigger one I know is more expensive. And it just like didn't fit as nice. And probably any girl would have been like, I'm taking the more expensive one. But I was mm-hmm. like, I just want like a nice card holder to go inside this bag. And they didn't have the exact like it was the it was the silver flat bag, but they didn't have the wallet. Uh, hardware in gold okay in silver so yeah. i had to get it in gold Aww. i was like oh you had to get your you had to get the card holder in gold oh shit shit 
but my OCD was a little like I know what you ah, mean though. You're like, oh, why is it coming out? Where's my it? Pinterest pick? Why is it not silver? like exact, exact? Whatever, it's fine. So um, he's like, yeah, she wants the wallet. Like she'll take it, she'll take it. He's like, did you look around? Like I mean, I'm like, okay, like I don't want to take advantage too though. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just take the bag and the wallet. I don't want to take advantage. Like what? You're at like eleven eleven thousand dollars. You want to take advantage? Aww. You're humble. You're <laughs> humble. You took the card holder instead of the wallet. <laughs> so lo and behold, she tied everything. Like the beautiful bow Chanel comes in, and I walked out with a classic nude flat bag and i was a happy camper okay? happy birthday so my friend's really miserable dealing with the guy but she doesn't know i'm coming back with a present well there's no i would actually fucking hate you if i'm with somebody i don't want to be with yeah and you skated off with the free room and you're suddenly walking in with a chanel like if i was there, I fresh like, nails fucking bitch and fresh toes yeah no go to the hotel and it's on you literally she's gonna like so can we just reiterate you literally met this guy the night before you guys just talked i met them the day before we just talked we were laughing we hit it off we went out he's not normally somebody who goes out drinking but he loved my vibe so he came out and he's like 28 years old like just a super nice jewish guy and i like we hit it off and um not my normal type Mm -hmm. but just like super like a brain and just like i was like attracted to him like Mm -hmm. and yeah and then that's it and then the next day i kind of escaped my friend and just went with him and I got a bag. That's crazy. And a wallet. <laughs> I've done a lot less, a lot more for a lot less. Let me tell you. <laughs> Who knew a chat could get you a Chanel bag? <laughs> so I come back and I'm like so awkward right now because the guy that they're friends, right? Like they're friends, but like I don't think he really feels like showing the guy that like he's <laughs> buying me a bag. And also then he also took me into Bond and got me two perfumes of $500 each. So like... He spent a good like 12K on me just to say, hi, my name is so-and-so and I'm interested in you. Crazy. Like, yeah, hi, my name's Alessia and I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, you're like, except I, where do I, I sign my name? Where, like, do you have a paper, a pen? Like, where? I'll sign Send my life away. business card. <laughs> so what do you do again? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's legal. He's a brain. Once you get the Chanel, babe, your favorite color is my favorite color. Anything I- you want to do, I want to do too. <laughs> You love going for long walks on the beach. I love it too, honestly. <laughs> what was really fucked up fucked up about all of this was the day before he was talking to me about his work and stuff and we were kind of getting like, you know, getting to know each other and he was telling me how his ex-girlfriend is his like private assistant and how, you know, like she has been for a while and they're just friends now. And then literally the next day after shopping, like afterwards, we end up finding out that she literally died. That's insane. So, like, just everything was just so fucking crazy. Like, the way we met, like, what happened. And then him literally showing me his ex-girlfriend, telling me what happened. And then the next day, she got in a car accident with her new boyfriend, who was driving really crazy and drunk, and they both died. That's, so like, like, insane. So, like, like then movie. it was, like, very weird because then I felt like I was, like, I knew of her because he told me. So, I was, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, there for him. It was just a very weird trip you know yeah then i also felt like oh my god like why did i just take a bag from somebody who just lost his yeah. ex-girlfriend like i, like, I felt very <laughs> weird i'm not gonna lie like do you want the bag back do you want the bag back like i didn't know what to do yeah very weird but very- like it's one of those situations where nobody you know what i mean like it's just 
nobody knows how to deal with something like that i know so you get the bag and then what happens like well, you run away back to montreal and you hope it gets through uh, through customs without paying uh, you know the taxes <laughs> well i'm gonna be honest well, if you have to pay the taxes at that point you just say listen i'm paying a thousand for a chanel bag and that's it well i want to be honest with you the taxes on the chanel bag would have been 30 percent of the cost and i'm gonna be real with you 30 percent of a 10k bag is not 1000 you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying it's like 3000 yeah so like i would have built him at this point right i took the smaller wallet oh baby you said you wanted to spoil me <laughs> <laughs> i saved you money on the wallet and i didn't you can ask for, pay the taxes. and i didn't ask for the perfume you gave me that <laughs> you chose the smell babe if you want i'll ship you back the perfumes and uh if you could just forward me over the uh 30 tax so then i went back to montreal and my friends are like this is crazy that like you just met him and like i was like really like i i was the thing is is i wasn't ready to be in a relationship it was still very soon after but can i ask you a question when somebody yeah. meets you and right away they just do something like that for just no reason they just met you they buy you. like do you ever think like okay why though because obviously it's not a normal thing to do like absolutely not that it's abnormal but it's just like not a common thing that would ever happen so like to just spend that much money on somebody you don't know like do you think like why are you doing this like what's Absol like what's the catch because that's how i feel often when something happens yeah that's like a little too good to be true it's like what's going on here absolutely i think the thing is is that a lot of girls go into it like i want you to buy me a chanel bag mm -hmm. and the thing is is i really just said i'm gonna spend the day with you let's chill like let's get our nails done i never asked for a bag yeah the fact that he said like i need to go shopping and then was probably like i don't want to get something and like she's just there like awkward mm -hmm. so let me get her something i think probably for him he loves spoiling that's his thing mm -hmm. and is it a little bit of a red flag i mean i personally <laughs> will take all those guys with red flags i'm gonna be real you're like it's actually but not a red flag it's a nude flag is with the gold bag, hardware is the bag a way of trying to maybe allure me in to be more interested mm -hmm. maybe yeah did, did it, it work? work maybe do i suggest you guys to be like me no but you know, look, if I sell the bag, I'll tell you what I get. 10 G's straight up. No wallet included. <laughs> Those bags are going up every week. He bought me a fucking investment. <laughs> that's crazy, man. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the story with that. And then after we kept talking, I think for him, I'm just trying to get people to understand where both our headspaces were at. I wasn't ready for a relationship. I was just really vibing and chilling with the single life and kind of just living on edge. And he just lost his ex-girlfriend. So yeah. it's it's a lot, you know, but we were also we were all we were still talking. And then from then on, he was like, I know your birthday's coming up. Um, I'm I was planning on going to Mexico. Well, that's a bit like if you bought me a bag for meeting me, what are you getting me for my birthday? Do you know what I mean, though? Absolutely. Well, it it's like it's like any regular person well when you, you know buy somebody what, a gift you know every year you he have left to buy he a bigger got me the one. bag and everything he's like i hope you enjoy it then bought me perfume but he was like wow i didn't realize <laughs> chanel was like that was the price like i guess they went up from the last time i got news for him they went that's up again the only that's the only statements so i think he was thinking you know he's gonna spend three g's on me and he didn't realize that like he just met me hi how are you slap the card 12 g's yeah you know what i mean yeah 
But like, what do they say? Set your standards at the, the beginning. beginning. <laughs> Set your standards within the first day. I wasn't even thinking about my birthday. We were still talking here and there. I was kind of like, it's just a crazy story when his ex-girlfriend died. And then he was like, I really want to go to Mexico. Um, I know your birthday's coming up and I really like would love to go away with you. Um, I said that and like, if anyone knows me, like my birthday, I love to celebrate it. Like, with people I love so um I was like I'm not sure because like I'm maybe gonna do something with my friends here or whatever he's like he was so open to the idea of me literally just being like okay well you can have them come and I was like okay I'm living in fantasy world like this is like amazing he wants to get to know me I didn't feel like he was like using me it just felt really like genuine genuine like and and, and our conversations were genuine you know mm-hmm. like it wasn't like it wasn't really like sugar baby vibes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so then I decided to go to Mexico and I invited two friends to come with me. And we had an amazing time in Mexico. All my friends loved him. He's so chill. And I was so worried because, you know, the dynamic of like bringing friends and like hoping everything goes planned. And I always get like panicked of that because I can control my actions, but I can't control like 100%. how my friends act. Or, you like, have to like put them in a room, sit them down and say, here's the rules, bitches. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but he was very literally like, just like such a gentleman making sure like the way he treated me was the same way he treated my friends, like so respectful and um i'm like thinking about it now and i'm like why did i never date him like i mean there's multiple things there's multiple things that were going on and he's still grieving that like there's a lot there's a lot but um so yeah we went to mexico and i was like i wrote on my phone i was like i'm gonna be away for my birthday and i'm gonna be with friends and like the fact that i was literally waking up in mexico with my two friends and like the biggest nicest fucking penthouse in mexico and like literally with the nicest guy like just trying to get to know me and like my two friends i literally just felt so loved and so like um appreciated and it was a very it was a very crazy year so like i was just so happy like i was like i've never been more happy to turn 26 and like i think a super important thing is that he never felt like i was using him because i genuinely was like super appreciative of everything he did yeah and my friends too and anyway my friends were just like this is a crazy lifestyle like alessia this is crazy yeah and anyways it was just amazing and i just wanted to like share this story because i never really did and i know we share like a lot of our lives and we still talk here and there i think like timing is really everything and um another thing like I really came to the sense that like I am so focusing on like trying to get there myself that I'm not ready to just like have somebody who's like super successful and just like because I saw myself going down that path like I date him and then I feel like I'm gonna lose me and then just get like persuaded by like material things that really at the end of the day don't really mean anything you know i just i knew that i wanted to be someone who was rich like him so i loved the energy and i loved him yeah but like i knew that i still had a lot to work on myself and i wasn't ready to like start getting into that whole relationship and everything and i think also when you're with somebody who can provide so much for you like subconsciously you kind of take a backseat on whatever it is that you're doing because you don't feel the time pressure or like 
the pressure in general of having to like make something of yourself especially when you're like an ambitious person i think i see so many people get and into it's like relation. every guy like that wants an ambitious girl but then i feel like when they have the money they're also okay with the girl kind of just like you know yeah I think the reality is a lot of those, a lot of successful people want somebody who is doing something. But then when you're with them, they're like, oh, okay, well, you don't need to do that anymore. Well, I love you. Like my credit card's your credit yeah. card. And then I think once you have that ability, you kind of, you you know, everybody works hard because they want certain things. And like a lot of the time money plays a big factor into success. Yeah. And I think when you're like ambitious and you're working towards something, like you need to have that drive of like building your success and making more money and all that stuff and when you have it so easily and somebody already taking care of you it kind of takes away from that and even though you might still be working made, on your project it made my reality feel like oh shit i'm not grinding enough like i have other things i want to you know just and you know what like i'm not opposed to being with somebody successful who's still pushing me i think yeah. i was just like i need to do this part of my life alone for sure as much as this is the perfect and ideal thing and and look so many girls would have went for it and so many people would have just been like this is my guy like wow treats me like a queen smart young let's do it i still was like no yeah and it's crazy it's big moves for me <laughs> but i think also that's like a different like like you said um so many girls would just say yes and that's okay too that's 100 percent okay but i think a lot of the time people who have so much money like that they want the person who's gonna say no if that makes sense it's like when so many yes. people will say yes say yes they want to find the one person who's gonna say no and then they feel like they have that chase you know yeah so but it is it's so crazy and especially to be like a young guy like you said having all this money like i think all those things play into like the way you are and like i said oh like wasn't it a red flag that he bought you a bag but then it's also like you're young you have all this money at a point it's like what do you do with it's it it's so crazy and like it didn't really end there after mexico like obviously like we were still in contact we were still talking and then he lived in miami so i was like you know i i i wasn't i was taking a back seat on my projects because when somebody when you're getting to know somebody, I don't care what anyone says, like it's time and effort, you yeah. know? So like I was putting my projects aside. I was flying to Miami. I was staying with him. We were getting to know each other more. And like at this point, like we're super comfortable with each other. Like I think for him, he was like ready to like probably date me. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, I'm not at that state yet. And it just scared me from like everything I've been through. And like I just was not ready. And, and yeah, so... Um, that's really my experience <laughs> with like getting something and like, you know, manifesting it and just like, um, and for anyone who has a sugar baby or whatever, like I'm not, I'm just saying for me, like I never really had one. It was more just like, I kind of like, I'm interested in like guys who are successful and mm -hmm. that was kind of my experience so i kind of wanted to go to you now <laughs> you're like me. <laughs> yeah i'm glad you got your cute little story you're good <laughs> um so it's i i think i've mentioned this actually me and my boyfriend had a fight because he was like you definitely said this story on the podcast before and i was like i definitely did it you you mentioned that you skated around it yeah but now we're super comfortable we, here and i mean i didn't skate around i just never really got into the full story and we also had a guest so you didn't yeah. want to make it all about you 100 percent. so when i used to live in australia which was like four years ago now um actually let me let me backtrack backtrack rewind okay? when you're young and i'm sure that everybody listening 
get will them, agree get them with, with this. the young th- get, get them the, with the young you know? yeah no but i'm saying like when you're like just getting into the dating world you're single like the first thing that comes to your mind when you're a girl who like likes nice things and and like is interested in like the glitz the glam your first thing that everybody goes to is like oh my god i want a sugar daddy you know like i think i've heard every single person i know say i want a sugar daddy but a lot of the time it's not serious it's not yeah nobody knows what goes into it nobody like ever pursues it people it's just weird want it's like to- i always wanted that but i never wanted it to be a sugar daddy i just wanted to be like a rich boyfriend but see but like everybody same, wants but then that. it's like yeah everybody yeah. Everyone wants that. And that's the thing. Everybody says, I want a sugar daddy, but then they don't want, you know, like you want the young, hot, rich, successful. Exactly. So I just think Kinda like, like you had it and you still <laughs> left. What's going on? Did um, he have six toes? You good, babe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think at every, I, in everybody's life at some point, you're just like, this would be much easier if I had a sugar daddy, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think we like just look past what that actually means and like a lot of people never actually go through with it or never actually it's just like a fantasy that i think everybody thinks about you know Mm -hmm. girl or guy yeah and i was always like interested in that kind of like dynamic i think it's so like exciting to think of somebody who will just like spoil you and give you all this stuff you know i never thought it was really something that fit my personality but at the same time i was never opposed to it you know yeah and when i went to australia i think so much changes about you when you're not in a place where you know anyone Mm -hmm. i think you have this like sort of thing where you're like I can really do whatever I want. And not only will nobody know, but nobody will care. Nobody I'll will judge me. I'll tell you now. Everybody will know. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it's really this like free kind of exciting feeling where you can really think like, okay, what do I want? Like, is this something that I would actually want to try? You know? And also, it's also depending the place you are in your life. Yeah. You know? I just think like being in Montreal, like you want to dabble into things. Like, for example, you want to get a sugar daddy. You get a sugar daddy. You go on one date. Everybody in Montreal sees you. You know what I mean? World travels fast. It's, it's like you can never really try something because we're such a small, tight knit city. And it's that like everybody you find something and it's like out about you, you. Try something. Then you're labeled as exactly. that person. And sometimes people just want to experience stuff. They just want to do things. So I think that's what kind of holds you back in your own city. Mm-hmm. And going to Australia, I just had this like clean slate kind of like freedom feeling that i was like i want to try everything i just want to like experience life and not worry about what people think or what people are saying or not have to like be afraid and like and let I think me in that sense you really find out what you really want and what you don't want yeah so like the guy i met was never my sugar daddy mm-hmm. but also i think if this were to happen in montreal i'd be like oh my god no you don't have to because in the back of my head i would have been like i don't want to be judged for this yeah i don't want people to think like that's who i am and like i'm just doing this for like a materialistic thing but like obviously when you're out of your city it's a little more like okay well even if it doesn't work out with this guy like he doesn't live in my city right you know so there's a little bit of that in the back there's that like leeway and when i was in australia (laughs) miami beach When I was in Australia, I I wasn't like going into it like I want to find a sugar daddy. It was just like nothing is off the table for me. Like I'm just down to experience life and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Right. And that was like a really cool feeling. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... I it it just was something that I had like briefly thought about. Like I said, everybody dream like thinks about it at some point, fantasizes about it. So one day I'm working at the club that I worked at, and I see this guy who's at one of my tables, and he's like super well dressed, like like design like you could just tell he was like stylish and he was like a little bit older like i would say he's in his like 40s and i'm personally not into older men like i've always been like oh i wish it would be so much easier if i was into older guys you know and i've I've just never been into older men 
Um, but he was so like stylish and cool that I was like immediately drawn to him. And I was like, there's something interesting about this guy. You know, like I got to get to know what this was guy. interesting. His designer pants. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Father's Day is around the corner and there's one holiday that I always struggle to buy a gift and it's Father's Day and it's also my dad's birthday because it's daddy's birthday, but daddy's <laughs> birthday also. <laughs> dads are just the hardest people to buy a gift for like they're happy if you give them a rock but also they're they're very like there's specific things that you can get them and it's I five feel things like anything you want to get a dad they already have mm -hmm. the only thing they'll or they don't care or they don't care but the one thing they always need or they can always use renewing is manscaped Guys, Manscaped is the best in below-the-waist grooming for men, and you should make your dad join the over 2 million men worldwide that already use Manscaped. And why do we say 2 million? Because there's more than just a daddy. <laughs> there's, you know, a sugar daddy. There's a daddy boyfriend. There's a bunch of daddies out there. There's so many people to celebrate with on Father's Day, and maybe not just your biological father. So <laughs> hit up manscaped.com, get him whatever he needs, there's ball toners, ball razors, you know, shampoo, conditioner. If you want to go the conservative route, pretty much anything. And I'm sure that your dad will absolutely love it. And his balls will thank you. But I don't know if we want our dad's balls to thank us. <laughs> so keep the thank yous to yourself. And guys, we also have a discount code for you. And we know that you guys don't spend much on your dads and your dad spent a lot on you. But today is the day that you can actually get away with another discount code so they don't have to know how much you purchased it for. So Chemical X at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. So you head on to Manscaped, you pop everything into cart, and then you also get free shipping and 20% off. And if you're looking for another little gift to add on to that beautiful Manscaped gift and you feel like being a little sneaky and finding your dad's measurements, then you can head over to izotti.com and get your dad or your sugar daddy a tailor-made, Italian-made bespoke suit. I'll never say no to anything that's Italian-made. Also that's tailored. And tailored? tailored is just has to be good. Like, has anyone not seen Kourtney Kardashian's wedding? Clearly, it needs to be Italian and it needs to be made for you. So, guys, go to izotti.com and use our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout to receive 20% off the whole site. Well, no, I was just like, he really... His aura. He he really was somebody who stood out in a room. Okay. Like, just by the way he dressed, by his style, by the way he was. Like, he really just stood out in the room and I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. So, we started talking and he was, like, so friendly. Um... And he just like introduced himself and I was like, oh, what do you do? And he was basically saying that he was a professional um, race car driver. Let me tell you, and girls, I was like, that if is you're so going cool. after anything, I'll tell you where the money is at. It's a race car driver. Crazy. You know how much money it takes to pump into being one of those? Holy. You need to be born in it, baby. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, and I just Unless you're Lewis Hamilton. Like, let me just confirm <laughs> there is cases where you're not, but... Fuck. Most of the time. Someone's going to come at me. So I'm just 100%. like, I always have to clear. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I just met him and I was like, whoa, like he's so cool. And he was like really sweet to me and was just really cool. And what I liked about him is that sometimes when you give older men attention and you're like young and fresh, they get really like overexcited and like want to take you out on stuff. But he wasn't like that. He was just like so cool. And I guess was probably used to getting attention from younger girls. So that was kind of interesting to me because I was like, okay, like you're not a, you know, you're not like this, like you're not a weird dad. old man, like you're cool. So I was like, 
hey, you're cool. He gave me his number and I didn't think anything of it. And then I don't remember what our first date was, but I ended up like meeting up with him and we went out for drinks and I had so much fun. Like he was really the type of guy who just took care of everything. Like so um, aware of what was happening. Like, do you want another drink? Like, let's go here. Let's go here. Everything was so seamless and I was never had experienced something like that because when I had left for Australia I had recently broken up with my like long-term boyfriend Mm -hmm. so I was never really in that vibe of being spoiled and it was just really exciting and fun um and then we just kept seeing each other and we weren't like really hooking up at the time because I was not I was still kind of like awkward as to like, what is this? You know, like Mm -hmm. what what's going on here? Because I know in my fantasy world, I'm thinking like, oh, look at this cool, like fun sugar daddy. And then maybe for him, he's not thinking the same thing of me. Maybe he's just like, oh, look, this young girl, like this cool girl wants to. Right. Also, when you have girls like who are like kind of into you and you go and he already goes for younger girls, it doesn't necessarily mean like he needs to like spoil you. The thing was just like, I think when we met it was never there was no kind of conversation in the sense where it was like that we like defined what the relationship would be because i think when you're looking for a sugar daddy often people will go on like sugar daddy sites or something like that where it's like very apparent that you're going to be my sugar daddy so i think like right off the bat like we weren't we weren't really sure what this relationship was going to be in my head. I'm like, Oh, I'm so young and you're older than me. You're going to be my sugar daddy. Cause you have money right. And in his head. He's probably like, Oh, this girl's like, I'm just going on a date with this normal girl, right. you know? So we were like, you know, seeing each other for a while. And he would just like take me out on like all these crazy dates. And I remember he had invited me to go with him to like a, fashion week in sydney and i was like oh my god this is so exciting and i was like guys a broke backpacker okay like just to remind everyone yeah, like, like you le- i didn't come with my gown like, you left to australia with five thousand dollars no no i left with nothing okay and he was like invited me to this thing and he was like and i was like well i have nothing to wear and he was like that's fine like i'll take you shopping but did you say that seeing like if he would be like let me take you shopping or it was like i just can't go because i have nothing to wear Honestly, what was the vibe? It was, like at this it point, where you so like you knew I don't remember. Okay. Like I, I, well, I wish that I could Let say me I remember what, what it was in the moment. <laughs> and it's that dress. So he takes me shopping, and like I said, I was never in this like feeling where I could just have whatever I wanted. So I was so awkward. And he brought me to Harrods, mm-hmm. um, which is like yeah, the best for everything you, know, you want designer, cool designer. It's like, yeah, it's like Cole Renfrew brings me in there and he's like okay pick something and i was like and then the pressure you're like on, the world though. is mine but like the pressure is on because you're like i need to find something i like and i'm going through the racks guys going through the racks and i'm not finding anything i like and i'm like now i'm stressing because i'm like I, I i feel like and i remember the store and was he closing next like to you he was like looking at his own stuff. He was like, whatever you want. He would like pick stuff up. He got the sales associate to come and help me. And like when we walked in there, it was like, oh, hot. Like everyone knew him in the store. You know, like he he was really into fashion. He brings a girl every week. No, no. Like for himself, he was very into fashion. Okay. So he had his personal stylist. Like he had everyone. So it was really like all eyes on me in that store. Like, what would you like? You know? So they're just putting all this stuff That's a in my dressing moment, room. Though. Like champagne. Like it was very like, ah, I'm just a backpacker with like one pair of sneakers. Like, yeah. And I was at such a point, guys, in my life where I was so non-materialistic because I didn't have anything material, like material with me that being there, I felt so like, oh, my God, like I'm not like if I would be me in Montreal with like my in my roots, I would have been more 
into it but because i felt so far from that like materialistic glam self i was Material like where girl. am i um so they're, they're just like bringing all these dresses for me to try on in the room and i'm like hyperventilating because i'm like something needs to look nice on me and i try on this balmain dress okay Gore like literally fit me like a glove and i walked out and everybody was like okay you need to get this dress like it's amazing and i'm like okay no problem but at this point i don't know what the budget is here like i like in a store like harrods you could find a dress for like 500 but you can also find a dress for 6000 I'll tell you what's not you know $500 what I mean? a Balmain dress. Exactly. $500 is like your average like pretty little thing now. Oh my god. And Zara. I was like, $500 is Zara. Exactly. So I was like, oh my god, like so nervous because nobody's ever bought me something before like at that price especially. So I was so nervous and I'm like, oh, like I think I want this dress. Like it's really beautiful. And he's like, okay, perfect. Like if that's what you want, like we'll get you that. And he's like, do you have any shoes? And I'm like, no. I love this guy, man. I know. He brings me over, guys, to the Tom Ford section. I go. You're like, I'll well, take those. this. <laughs> I know exactly what will go with my but shoe. But like the cool thing was is that he was so into fashion. He was able to be like, you should try these on. They're really nice. And it was something that was really nice. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a guy who's bringing you in saying, do you like this brand? Right. Like he was like, no, no, come, come. Like you should buy these to go with I your dress. I always find it really attractive when like a guy knows how to dress. Mm hmm. I think it's like really hot. Yeah, no, for sure. That's always been I don't one like thing when for me. it's too much and it's like they're overly um into themselves, but I like it when a guy knows how to put himself together. Yeah. It's like I take the time to do it like you should. You should know how to. I, it's always been one of like the things that I'm yeah. attracted to in a guy who can dress. So anyway, so he gets me this whole fucking outfit and I'm like freaking out. Guys, I'm going back to my hostel. My what? hostel. With, I'm living in a bedroom with six people in bunk beds. I'm paying $25 a night and I'm coming back with a f literally $3,000 Balmain dress and Tom Ford shoes. And like, who, who am I? And who stole it at that uh, hostel? It didn't get stolen. I, I slept with it in my arms. <laughs> I slept with the shoes on my feet. But like at that point, I'd be even scared to come home and announce the news. Well, at this point, I was really close with everybody in the room. So uh, you're close until they say she's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Her eyes are shut. Guys, we're all good. We all agree. We'll I'll split it. We'll split it I'll five ways. The, I'll put the pillow overhead while you take it. No, no. That five ways, they could have they could have been good. You know, that's rent for the month. Um, <laughs> so... I was so excited. So he flew me down, like sent me first class. Like it was just really a cool experience. And I was like, what am I? But at this point, I'm like, what am I doing? And this is before Jack Harlow knew what was up. <laughs> this was like. And at this point, I will say, guys, like we hadn't hooked up or anything. I was just like going on dates and I had explained to him. I was like, oh, I want to take it slow. Nah, nah, nah. Because. Does it make you a sugar daddy if you don't sleep with someone? I guess. Yeah, it does. Oh, it's, yeah. It's still the when, same thing. Yeah. But at this point, I was just so stressed out because I felt like he was buying me these things and I felt like I had to give something in return. And I was just young. I was like, not young and naive, but I think, like I said, the terms of our relationship was, were not really clear. And I felt like, oh, like, cool. He's buying me this stuff. But like, oh, I kind of got to sleep with him. And I was right. just like so young and nervous. And then by the time like we did end up at some point like hooking up, I was so i had overthought it so much and i really made it like i felt like i had to do this because he was buying me these expensive but things. he never made you feel that he way. he never made me feel that way which is not me. always the case with a sugar daddy so yeah. i want to keep that in no, mind no at all it was actually me who made me feel that way and i think because i put all that pressure on myself right. and all that like you have to do this and like from the beginning he was buying me stuff i was trying to live my sugar baby fantasy 
that I felt like this is what had to be done. And then I wasn't vibing with it because I, mean, I felt only... like I was doing it for something. Whereas if I would have just met him, we would have hooked up. It would have been a normal relationship. I don't think I would have had a problem. No. Right. But the fact that at the back of my mind, I felt like I'm doing this because you bought me this or because you did this for me. I Do you felt think like was... I was kind of giving up a piece of myself. Right. Do you feel like if he was your age, you would still feel that way regardless? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, I think just the way that my mind works is I'm very like, I feel like I owe you something. And also, like I said, I was younger. So I really felt that pressure of owing him something. And it, I think it's a little <laughs> bit like Tanya said, you know, I'm sure like he probably wanted sex but i think a lot of people what they really enjoy is like that young energy yeah it's the you know just the vibes and the spending time right but at the end of the day see here's the problem is that like i said we never set the terms of our relationship so i don't think at any point he ever thought of himself as my sugar daddy because he was just having a relationship with me right whereas in my head i was always like filtering it through this well you're older than me and you're buying me things so you must be my sugar daddy and there doesn't need to be feelings involved so i think it became really blurry and confusing for me and i guess even for him because obviously in a regular relationship you hook up with the person you're seeing you know what right. i mean like that's just normal so it was like, it wasn't that kind of relationship where I could just be like, thanks for the bag. Bye. You know? Yeah. So I really felt that pressure and we saw each other for actually a while, like many months and, and we were very close. Like it was actually, I have to say like such a great, he was such a great guy. We got along so well. Like he was so cool, but I could never get over the fact that I felt like I was doing it for money. And regardless of the fact, whether I was or I wasn't, because at the time, I had nothing. So there was not even a reason for me to be doing it. Like he was, he was literally, he would brought me into Gucci. I'll always remember. He brought me into Gucci and he was like, pick anything you want. And guys, I left with a belt. I left with a belt. Like, come on. Okay. You know well, what I mean though? Because hold on I was a second. Just like You're making my story at the beginning look really bad, Veronica. I thought in this podcast, we're partners. We're going to try and make each other both look good. That's just like, it's because I'm here, a backpacker. That's and I'm the like, one thing you probably could have got yourself. No, literally. And I'm like, what am I supposed to? Like, it was just so I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle the situation. I never was in a situation like right. that. I was so fucking lost. And I just felt like somebody brought me in. Take whatever you want. I was like, I don't want anything. I, thought, like, I, I think, think everything's that, ugly. I think that that's like super attractive, though, even for a guy who's like, she's not like, you know, I guess. But I just I don't think a guy wants to ever feel like super, super. I mean, some guys love to yes. be like they want to take advantage take it, of taking advantage of. But I think in his case, it was more just like a relationship kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But I also think like a lot of people will say, I want somebody to buy me stuff. I want somebody to spoil me. But then when it gets down to it, you have a hard time accepting it. And that was for me. Like I was always like, yeah, oh my God, I want somebody to pay my life. And then when it came down to it, I wasn't able to accept it because I just felt like, oh, it do wasn't you for feel, me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel like it never feels the same, the gift when it's purchased by someone? Yeah. Oh, like the value of what it was like, is not the same. I, I will never like I love my Chanel bag. I will never say anything bad about it. Like I just I can't explain that there's nothing like buying something yourself. Yeah. You just cherish it way more. You, you just cherish it. You money. worked for it. And you really <clears throat> I mean, that's something I would have eventually got for myself. I don't know. I just think there's there's something like very like pat on the shoulder yeah. when you get it for yourself. For but sure. I'm not saying no. I'm to not any. saying no to any donations. Uh, now I've learned my lesson. Um, <laughs> You're so not yeah. going in there with a belt. So we dated for a while, and guys, and like I said, I was literally living in a hostel. Like he what would just else like. Did you get? Didn't you get like a Ceylon bomber? 
He got me a but he would what was cool about him is that like I said I really had a hard time like asking for things but he would like just take me out for dinner and then be like oh I bought you this and it would be like a Montclair jacket you know what I mean and like he brought me skiing and he's like let's get you a whole skiing outfit and like those things are just so fun for me like when somebody says like I'm taking you here let's get you the whole fit like that was like so exciting for me like everything the goggles the gloves did you the, know his age just, at any point so <clears throat> okay so did he just ever a, ask you your age? So when we had first met, I I had met him. When I went to Australia, I was 21. So when I met him, I was 21. Um, and I met him in the club. And often when I meet people in the club, I'll just tell you what you want to hear. So he asked me how old I was. And I said I was 25 because I figured, let me make myself seem a little older. We're getting, to the, we're getting to the age where we're not doing that anymore. We're lying <laughs> I'm the not other way. That. Yeah. So I told him I was 25 when I was really 21 and I never really asked him his age. I just kind of like guessed. I just was like, oh, okay, you're around this age, whatever. And I just blocked it out of my mind because I didn't want to emphasize that he was older than me because like I said, I wasn't into older men. I didn't want to feel weird in myself. So I always felt very, very guilty once our relationship progressed that I lied. And I'll always remember one time I was talking to my friends and I'm like, I have to say it. Like, I have to tell him the truth that I'm not actually 25 because I feel like I'm lying to him. And we went for dinner and he was like, oh, wait. And just in conversation, he goes, hey, well, how old are you again? 25, right? And at that point, you had a chance to redeem yourself. I had a choice. And I still said, yeah. <laughs> I'm 25 and guys once you confirm twice that's a that's a two-factor authentication you can't go back now and say yeah I'm 21 oh no it doesn't work like that's that, like going through customs and you're going through your life like who you paid just, for this ticket you just have to roll with it at that point and everybody knows you're on this podcast that I'm a shit fucking liar so I was just like I I'm trembling I can't deal with the weight of this life guys I want you to know that like it was a weight for me like <laughs> I'm 20 like a weight I would be like I, Monica, four Monica, years, Monica, man. What a loser. Monica, shut Keep, up. He's probably he thinking you're you. old. You know, like poor guys probably thinking I wish you were 21. Fuck oldie. Literally. <laughs> what are you trying to be older when he wants a young chick? Like, like the one time you don't have to lie, you're lying. So I'll always remember, guys, he took me on this skiing trip and her boyfriend just walked in the room. Let's see if her tone changes. <laughs> no, he knows the whole story. So I'll always remember he takes me on a skiing trip and we get to like the front desk and they're like making us our passes for the weekend. And I, I, because I was carrying this lie with me, you know, when you're like so worried about something that you try to like foresee every situation where you might have to lie, where it might come up, where the age might come up. So I already foresaw that this might be an issue, you know, and I'm letting him do his ticket first. And then he goes, no, come, come. I'm thinking he'll get the tickets. I'll just wait in the in the skates room. You know what I mean? Like the, putting on my shoes with your nice new Montclair <laughs> yeah. jacket. They go, no, no, we need your ID. I'm like, oh, my God. So I go there and she starts asking us our info. And it's very like, you know, one at a time. And she turns to me and she goes like, oh, what's your birthday? And I'm like, well, I have no. Now I have to say because I now was you so dumb. Is, you say it's January 22nd. No, no, babe. The year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh and I did that. Year. December 11th. She's like, what year? And dumb me. Like, I could have just calculated and put the five years up. But I said 1996. <laughs> and I know, guys, at that moment that those words those numbers came out of my mouth what does everybody do you start calculating exactly how old absolutely. he is absolutely and he's going what and then lo and behold it's his turn to say his age so i don't think it was very comfortable for him either to say his <laughs> age because we're both there and this girl's going you're over and daughter sugar daddy what's the relationship you're you know? overthinking it but meanwhile he's like i never i have to break the news to her yeah. 
<laughs> he was probably more nervous than me. He was not even thinking yeah. about your birthday. He was sweating on his third. And let me tell you, once we got to his age, I'll tell you, until we got on that ski lift, I was going, what's 2018 minus 19? I was just trying to calculate Your gloves the are age. on. You can't even use the calculator. You can't even use the calculator. It's brain and brain only. All I knew is that we were both different ages than we thought we were. And All that I was that. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but... That was just like hilarious, and and we dated for a long time. But like I said, like I felt how long really you guilty. guys didn't date for that long. Uh, no, sorry, we didn't, well, you date, didn't for date. We, though. we you never were just we were never a fish. We were always just like seeing each other. I was seeing somebody else at the same time, actually. So yeah, so be, ca- really. <laughs> be careful what you say. You're dating. Who are you dating? But I, it was never serious. Even on his end, it was like never it was, serious. You never had the conversation where it's like we are exclusive. But I don't even think he wanted me as a girlfriend. He was just like happy to take me out on dates, take me and my friends out on dates. He would bring us to Nobu, buy us everything. Like we just had a blast with him, and that was so cool. He even brought me and my best friend on a trip. Actually, it's so weird because I don't remember Veronica saying, "Hey, would you like to come visit me for a week in Australia?" My, I don't know, man that I'm dating. Well, take care of it. It's weird weird okay well if you want to i was still living in a hostel babe don't worry um (laughs) so yeah so that happened and she's taking a gucci belt but she doesn't i don't know be like oh you know the place i'm staying at like i'd love to move like no she's gonna stay at the hostel you were you know what i was happy take what you can get you know i was just excited to be in this exciting thing especially when i was so broke um and so like i said i was actually seeing somebody at the same time which was long distance we had met while i was in australia and we like really were into each other but then he went back to like where he was from and i stayed in australia and we were like texting and we kind of had this like whole love affair over text so with that i could never even grow feelings for the guy that the older guy that i was talking to because when you have feelings for somebody it's very difficult for you to like take your emotions elsewhere i think that's for anybody it's like yeah. when a girl starts like really seeing a guy it's like whoever else comes around like it's your so head difficult. is just like yeah yeah and no matter how good we got along and everything i can never take it to like an emotional level um and at one point we went on the ski trip and i was like talking to the guy that I was that was like long distance with like we weren't anything either we were just like talking we both like were into each Mm -hmm. other and I was like really into him um and I was talking to him and he was like oh who are you with and I was like oh well I'm like with this guy and like I kind of explained the situation and he was like what the fuck like you and then he was like well have you been hooking up with him and I was like well yeah like we're you know we're hooking up like it's casual (laughs) and he was like what the fuck like and he like ripped me like he was like that's he ripped so, you. you have no respect for yourself like that's disgusting like i don't think that i can ever get over this like i can never look at you the same i thought you were different i didn't know you were like that and up until this point i never saw anything wrong with it because i genuinely liked him as a person and i genuinely had so much fun with this guy mm-hmm. that it didn't feel weird to me um but when he did that to me, like it totally changed my perspective. And I was like, oh my God. You're like, like, wait, should I be thinking more yeah. into this? I was like, wait, am I doing something wrong right now? Like, I didn't think that it was that deep on any level. Like, I didn't think that it was this bad. And he was like, no, like, I, I can never get over this. Like, I can't speak to you anymore. Like, I'm just, was you're this different guy, to me. Was this you, guy you were talking to successful? I mean, he was like my age. Okay, but like, so you were, were like young. You know right. what I mean? Do you think the part that bothered him was that he couldn't provide for you like he could so there's like a little bit of like um, i don't think it was that i just think a lot of men see a relationship that's like when you're with when as a woman when you're with somebody who's like financially dominant and like kind of sugar daddy vibes they get really insecure with that and they, they think oh you're selling your body like and all this stuff which 
I was just having a blast. And when he put that on me, like I was like so taken aback, especially coming from somebody who you're really into and you have feelings for. Their opinion means so much yeah, to you. Yeah, I can't imagine. And after that moment, like he made me feel so horrible and it just heightened my feelings of like feeling insecure over like feeling like I had to give to receive in a sense. Yeah. And also something that really bothered me about the relationship was that I always felt like it wasn't honest. I felt like I had to like kind of play a part and act like I was interested. And because we never had the talk of like, what are we are, are we serious? Are we not? I never knew where we stood and I never knew if I was like leading him on or like making him think he was going to date me. And I really just felt so dishonest. So after that trip, I like sat down with him and I spoke to him and I was like, I can't see you anymore. Like I broke up with him, like not broke up with him, but I just like broke it off with him. And he was like, Oh, like, I never expected like any sort of relationship or anything like I'm totally cool like if you want to stay friends like I just had so much fun with you and at that moment I was like oh my god like I totally overthought this whole thing right and for like a long time after I was so like depressed and like mad at myself for doing it because the guy that I was talking to like a long distance made me feel so bad about myself and I felt so bad. Like, I literally hated myself. I was like, oh, what the biggest mistake I ever made? What's wrong you with were me? Really I had no respect for you myself. Thought you lost. But you know what I realized about those type of guys who are making you feel like yeah. shit about something you shouldn't feel sh- shit about? Is like, if it wasn't that, it'd be something else. So I'm happy you found that out, like, 100%. early on. Because this looks like somebody who's really not open-minded, who was yeah. going to judge you. Your whole relationship would have been a mess. And I've always been a person that I, I feel like I, I always say, like, I'm difficult to date in that sense. Because I do things that are, like, not that are just like extra and like for him to shut me down so hard like that i was like so insecure about who i was and i was like oh my god nobody's ever gonna love me nobody's ever gonna want to date me because they found out that i had a sugar daddy or whatever it was like i was just like oh my god i'm unlovable now because i did this and i felt like right i kind of went and did this in australia because i felt so free and fun and i wanted to just explore like like my my Mm -hmm. dreams and my fantasies And then it just like fucked up my whole life. And I was so depressed for so long until I finally got over this guy. And I realized like, you know what? Like I had an amazing time. I have a guy that I'm still friends with him to this day. Like not we don't speak anymore, but I just know like we have each other's back. Like he's a really good person and he really made an impact for like the whole time that I was in Australia. And he brought nothing but positivity to me. And I'm like, I should never feel bad about this. Absolutely. And when I met my boyfriend and when I explained to him like the whole situation, he was like, I don't like there's nothing wrong with what you did. Like, that's fucking sick. And I was like, you know what? Like only the wrong person will make you feel shitty about something like that. And it's just so crazy to think like there was a time in my life where I was like so deeply regretful over something that I've done, which only brought me happiness. And I just thought it was so crazy how like other people's perspectives can really change how you feel about something, you know? Um, So overall, at the end of my whole story, I realized that being in like a sugar daddy, like sugar baby relationship or just anything that I felt like somebody was like giving me something Mm -hmm. and I had to provide, like I realized that it's really not for me. And it it wasn't like the last time that I dated somebody who was like that, but I, I just I can and and it sucks because I wish that I could be that person who's like yes spoil me like it's so fun but I realize that it's just not my personality and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people think that 
they could do something like that and wish that they could but at the end of the day when it comes down to it like there's so much more to it it's and it's so not true. for everyone it's literally not for everyone and it just wasn't for me like i actually could not do it it's so true i feel like me too though because i'm so someone who like at the end of the day i'm like a girl i want my fairy tale i want my love and if i feel like i'm like having to kind of just like be fake or like have to put on a facade for a life yes. to get something i want i don't know how happy i'm gonna be with the bags just sitting on my house or like you know what i mean it's like a hundred percent but then it's like yeah the bags are nice they're yeah. timeless you know like but, but I realized that it just wasn't worth it for me. Like, as somebody who I'm a really honest person, the fact that I had to not say that I was deceiving, but feel like I needed to deceive or felt like maybe I wasn't truly being honest just because of the money factor made me feel dishonest and it made me feel like I was lying. And I just, it, it I brings didn't you care. Back to I didn't care. I was like, you know what? You could buy me anything, but it's not worth it for me. It's actually not worth, like, the feelings that I'm having of feeling like I'm lying to you or feeling like I'm not yeah. fully 100% because the reality was if you didn't have money or like you weren't doing these things for me like would I still feel the same and that's something that I could never get over like yeah maybe I would still be into you and maybe we will stood, still have hit it off but I couldn't get over the fact that maybe I was just pushing this on to in order to, to get, get something and like I it just didn't sit well with me and right. it fucking sucked but I had to admit that it just wasn't for but me you know what? what look people go through life and they always wish they can have something they want to try it and they never do so at the end of the day if you want to try it out and you want to do it like we're two girls who are going to tell you like go for it you know yeah. i think there's a lot of measures that still need to be put in place like i think it can still be scary when you're going and you're meeting an older guy who is like twice your size or like whatever the situation wasn't twice my size no, i mean like there's a lot of things to be careful like when you're when you're meeting someone for a first time don't ever go to like someone's house meet in a public place um make sure that this person's kind of scanned in a way you don't want to like find out that this guy's literally gonna like take your organs you know what i mean you still want to make sure that this person's like human and they're just like looking for the same thing you're yeah. looking for you know i think that's the most important thing and if i would ever go back in time and like try it again or whatever or like for anyone listening who like wants to try having a sugar daddy or dating somebody like with money i think what's really important is to be honest about what you're looking for or if you're if you like lying and you like deceiving then and you're good at it then by all means but i think it's really important to like set the tone in the beginning of what mm -hmm. you're looking for in this relationship and what you're not looking for because that was the biggest thing that kind of like made me feel not right was feeling like yeah am i am i do i have to act a certain way so I don't know like I just was it's crazy so true to me because like even even for me like the guy was not my sugar daddy he just like was like a guy who wanted to spoil me and I still in a way felt like I kind of I don't know for me it was more just like I don't like when I have to I feel like I owe someone something yeah. because they got me something so that's why I prefer just like not really to receive it yeah. unless that's why I'm saying like if they're my boyfriend that's no problem I'll have no problem telling <laughs> here's them, my like, list baby here's my list but it's like we're comfortable I love you like it's yeah. not coming from like a I'm trying to steal your money and exactly bounce and that's where I see myself more being able to receive because curveball my love language is gift giving curveball i'm saying this whole episode about how i can't receive but let me tell you i can receive but i think it just has to be more genuine and i need to feel like it's genuine and i've always struggled with like not understanding like 
do I really like you or do I like what you're bringing me? And thousand percent, you know, so I think to a certain part, I always kind of felt like, oh, well, you know, it definitely is a very big pro that I'm getting all these things out of it. So I kind of felt like you pushed a relationship on. And I also feel like when you're dating someone and you love someone, you're not like. I have no problem telling my boyfriends or whoever I'm dating to be like, I want this. But you also love them and you're not like, well, if they don't get me this, then what the fuck? Yeah, it's more just like. Haha, babe, do you want to buy it for me? Like, it's more like in a loving way. And if they don't, like, you're not leaving them. But anyway, so I just thought it was crazy. Like, you always think that you could do something. And then, especially me coming from, like, a background working in clubs, like, you know, kind of getting money out of people and hustling. Like, I thought I would have no problem. And I think a lot of guys are, are... are intimidated by it and it's normally the guys who don't have the money who are like what the fuck and they're the ones who are going to be insecure about a girl having a sugar daddy but i also think like look if you were a girl you'd probably in some time in your life gotten a proposal or two you know and i can't tell you how many girls who probably thought about their rep and were like you know what i would love to but i won't yeah i'm sure there's a lot of other girls in the closet too yeah i think closet yeah like they're not out they're yeah. like oh i would love to try yeah. it but i'm so worried about what people yeah. would think you know and we in in reality and I, think I don't I'm know i'm a bit like that i'm <laughs> yeah. like oh like i would probably love to do it but i'm like uh, i don't want like the guy i meet or the guy i'm talking to to be like you know it, it's it's a bit of that it's like 100 percent, and that's what i'm saying stigma I, I, i'm so glad that i had the opportunity to do it in a place where i didn't feel like i had to live with like Cause I'm a bitch at the end of the day, I'm a pussy. Like I can't deal with the judgment. <laughs> um, but I'm so glad that like I had the opportunity to do it. But here we are starting a podcast airing out our life, but we can't deal with it. I think we're just like skating by at this point. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm I think, better now. I think if you're dishonest about it, people hate you more. And if yeah. you're open about it and you're like, like your sister where she's like, I like when a guy buys me things. It's like, yeah. how do you want to hate on a girl yeah. who just like is like true to herself? And she's 100%. like, this is what I want. Like you can come at her. She's laughing with her bags, watches like <laughs> so 100 percent. But I just think like I'm grateful for the opportunity to like ever have experienced it because I think, you know, cir- different circumstances or for anyone else, like maybe that wouldn't have been a possibility or I never would have tried it. I never would have experienced it. And I would have lived my whole life thinking like, oh, well, how good would my life have been if I just have met a rich guy? And I think I'm so grateful right. because now I never live when I've, I just realized even more so like this is not for me. I don't feel any envy, any jealousy for anyone else that gets things that has that kind of relationship or that values materialistic things and money. Yeah, I have no problem. I just realized it's actually not for me. And I don't even have a place for like feeling envious of other people when i see other people getting things and going on trips and doing all these things i'm like i tried i i really i tried to do it and it wasn't for me so i'm good like Mm -hmm. and i think that's really important because i think a lot of people will like live their whole life like oh like my beauty is fading i could have had a sugar daddy like i could have done this i could have but then it's like yeah but would you have though would you have liked it could you handle it yeah I think my whole thing is like why I always like going for people who are kind of like successful or just it's not about always like getting things. It's just like you like even just being in Mexico and the the whole vibe, like just like signing his name on every fucking thing I was buying. Like I'm talking like in the boutique stores, like anything I was ordered. This was not an all inclusive. This Mm -hmm. was like I was just tapping to the card where to the point where like my friends were there and and to the point where he had to leave earlier for work, left us the penthouse for another day, ordered us jet skis. Guys, like, I'm telling you, like, I really went all out. Like, I I was manifesting. <laughs> Guys, I walked into Gucci and got a belt. No, no. <laughs> I was manifesting so much that I was literally 
every time a butler would come, I tipped them extra. I was like signing his name. And while I was doing that, signing his name. Wait, hold on. Yeah, because you have to sign for everything. No, I was signing his name and I was just like manifesting. And this is so fucked up to say, but I know that this will be me one day. Yeah. And like when you're able to visualize it and actually do it, regardless if it's your money or not. I know that at some point, if I work hard enough and I am around people who are successful, then I can achieve what I want to achieve and yeah. I can have this lifestyle. And like, it's so it's so crazy. But when you're already doing it, it's like you're you're there. Mm-hmm. You just have to grind. You just have to find your passion. And yeah, 100%. like it's it's crazy. Yeah. And that's what I learned is that I want that. I want that, and really you that can, lifestyle, but I, I, it has to come from me. Same. I, it just, it has same to. Same because if it doesn't come from me, I'll be angry every time I get something because I'm always like, yes, I'm happy with it, but I want to be able to get it for myself. I want to be able to get to this day where I'm him. Yeah. So 100%. that's where it comes from. For and sure. sometimes you need to go through dating a rich guy or you need to go through all that to be like, that you get the taste of it and yeah. then you're like this could be me yeah 100 percent. yeah so sugar daddies <clears throat> would you have one or would you not or do you just call it you know going for a rich guy what is it <laughs> yeah like i feel like he's gonna watch this and go wait sugar daddy I was he's like sugar daddy he's like what? hold on <laughs> no anyways guys that's uh, our little insight on uh, being spoiled so uh let us know what you think <laughs> let us know what you think yeah, let us know if you want to be a sugar baby <laughs> no but like honestly let us like, know if you want to if be you sugar- actually want to be a sugar like really think about it and could you handle it like would you be able a lot of to girls are going a, a lot of girls I know a lot of girls who could but also not a lot of girls who couldn't so I and i'm the, one of them i could not i think the ones who really could are the ones who've gotten to a state of their life where they're like i don't give a shit what anyone has to say about me Mm -hmm. and i think it's like if you if you haven't fully accepted that then that's when you're more like "Mm, i don't know yeah you know it's normally the people who are super open about it that they just don't give a fuck i think you also just have to be like very strategic and know how to get what you want and able to like manipulate in a way and just like i'm not i can i'm fucking i'm not good at that so it ain't for me well, I'm a great manipulator. <laughs> that I know for Oh, we sure. know. Okay, well, guys, bye, guys. Every guy is going, don't talk to Alessia. She's a savage. Okay, no, this is not looking good. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment and down below. Venmo us money. <laughs> well, I guess not me. I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, guys, Veronica, just... We're going to give one email address because Veronica's not taking. She has made it very clear she does not know how to receive. She prioritizes love. Send me a send me a message. Veronica, they send us 3000, you're okay with 10 bucks? Cuz that's what you did at the Gucci store. <laughs> Guys, I said what's the cheapest thing in here? Can you give it to me? Hi, sales associate. Let me make you have the worst day of your life. I know that you're trying to get your tar- your target today, but I'm going to make it that much harder for you. When Can I, I know that the, the guy bag? you're with will buy you anything, I'm going to choose I'm going to choose a wall. I'm going to choose a wallet or a belt. Oh, why don't you go for earrings? But to be fair, I got like the most expensive belt. So, hey, Veronica, please. That wasn't by choice. He chose it. No, he was like, "Poor it. girl, I'm only getting her a belt. I better get I better get her the one that's diamond studded." Fucking <laughs> everyone going through your head still finding the yeah. belt <laughs> well you know it's gucci and you know it's not i popped a few sprinkles in there for you guys to go and search for it now where's waldo they're going pomade dress time for shoes gucci belt wait 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 i know my earphones are off but like also 
Veronica got that dress and like, I'm not gonna lie, she came back and I had a party. I was like, babe, I remember that Balmain dress you have? I'm going to a party. Can I borrow it? And it's like, you can't say no. You can't say no. You, you, now it's like, no, you didn't even buy this. You know what I mean? This doesn't even belong to you. <laughs> like, who am I to say no? Doesn't even know. I don't even own it. Everyone's going, but Alessia. Actually, going back to that logic, I have an outfit that uh, that new Chanel would go great with. But I've always been like this and like super, like if my friends want to borrow anything, I don't care. And especially my friend really goes by this rule. She's like, if I didn't purchase it, like you can definitely borrow it. Like, like I don't deserve this. It does not this. belong to me. It's everyone's, baby. Sister out of the community. Bag. But like also, don't get it dirty. Like, that's yeah. just expensive. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. 